0: This is interesting. These are true stories that have come out. The NDP are largely responsible for breaking these stories yesterday. And, of course, it's an election period. So we've got under just a little bit. I think it's a three weeks and a day until it's election day in the province. So people are going to try and dig up as much dirt as they can and make you uh, take a long, hard look at these storylines and see if they affect the way you vote. One of them is about Stephen Lecce when he was a, a frat boy in Western and the fact that he participated in something called a slave auction. The other is, I think, one that is um, the bigger story, and that's the fact that eight Ontario um, PC MPPs received allowance um, from their riding association, and it's for anything, for expenses they incurred, like childcare, entertainment, vehicle costs, it's raising new questions about how the party spends donations and taxpayer subsidies, and if there should be more transparency. Joining the program to talk about it, Max Stern is a communications consultant with Crestview Strategy. He also, full transparency, was a former communications assistant assistant for the Liberal Party of Canada and intern in former Premier Kathleen Wynne's government. So I think everything's out on the table. But Max, I mean, this is your job, communications now. And I think it's really interesting what's happening with Doug Ford today. Doug Ford, according to our Queens Park Bureau chief for global news, uh, Colinda Mello, is, he's nowhere to be seen today. In fact, he might be going door to door um, to canvas, but he is not holding any press conferences. He has no announcements today. Do you think this is strategic in nature?
1: Yes. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. And you know, related to the story, like you said, in the upfront, it raises some important questions that voters will have for the party as, you know, the election campaign unfolds, like we should be having these types of discussions. And I think, you know, while the PCs are technically right on their response to this story, they have the facts on their side around the legality of this, um, ignoring the ethical considerations, and then kind of ducking and hiding with Ford, I don't think we'll, we'll instill a lot of confidence in voters who are you know, having candidates at their door and having to make choices about where they spend their time and money if they're going to engage in this election. So um, I think, you know, a dearth of communications won't solve it. And while they do technically have the facts on their side, I think they need to they need a kind of more multi-pronged strategy on on this story as it continues to grow. And we're now up to eight people implicated.
0: Right. Um, And we have to say that what happened was Global News did a deep dive into this, and they looked at the expenses incurred by all 124 sitting MPPs and discovered that tens of thousands of payments were made out to select politicians. Can you talk about what riding associations are uh, responsible for and how they normally dole out funds?
1: For sure. Yeah. Writing associations support their local candidates. So um, they would have their own boards, and they would help um, the nomination processes for their candidates. Um, and I think when when they're you know collecting funds and soliciting donations, the voters need to be absolutely clear about where the money's going. And they're trying to you know obviously as the campaign unfolds portray this movement that's happening around the PC party. Um, and every kind of story like this you know, cast a little bit of doubt where these, you know, voters or partisans that they're trying to encourage or inspire to get involved um, start to go, is this money about a larger movement, about conservative principles, about, you know, the party of yes, or is there some sort of self-interest involved? And when there's that doubt, um, it becomes harder and harder to get people engaged and your message starts to get undercut. So you get put in a, a more difficult position um so I think that's kind of the principal concern that that this story really underlines.
0: It's not illegal, but just because you can doesn't mean you should because this is a really it's a great story in highlighting the need for transparency within government. It's just important to let people know that this is where your money is going. And I think that's where they might run into some problems. Now, um, it looks like the PCs are off to uh, another majority. At least that's what the polling suggests right now. I don't know how much traction this is going to get this story. But when it comes to this story or the Stephen Lecce story, I feel like this is the one that people might be scrutinizing more because I don't know about you, Um, But I think the Stephen Lecce story is people are looking at it as in uh, with the eyes of this was 16 years ago. He was in a fraternity. It was for charity. And um, it, 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 you know, I think it it looks like the NDP are digging for things right now. What are your thoughts on that storyline and how much it will affect the election?
1: Well, to your to your point, I think this is absolutely about politics, because. As you said, the initial story around the MPP allowance came through from NDP opposition research, a normal practice through campaigns to kind of derail the message of the day of of a party. So they're forced to answer instead of tell their proactive story. And I think you can tell that because from stories I'm reading around when the NDP released that, they didn't actually have a clear plan about how they would change rules so that this wouldn't be the case. They were just raising the ethical considerations. So... Mm -hmm. Um, this isn't a new thing that has happened with the these PCMPPPs MPPs. Uh, MPPs. Um, some of these, I think, expenses go back um, to the beginning of their term in 2018. Um, so, what, you know, as a voter, or someone watching this campaign, you start to ask, why now? Why is this story coming forward? Um, I think what doesn't help them is that it's growing. The NDP put out one; they might have known it's more. There's nothing, you know, the story has legs. It's it's extending beyond just like that one day news cycle reporters are now looking into it. Um, and the PC and the uh, NDP and liberals have the facts on their side because they've confirmed that none of their MPPs have done the same thing. So there's no should, hypocrisy here. The, um,
0: should, let me ask you this. Cause the, the NDP are, are calling for them to pay their um, actually it's not the NDP. I, I apologize. A global news question, the PC party on if they're going to pay back the cash. Um, do you think they, they, that we will see, MPPs saying, "Oh, okay, I'm going to pay back this money because it it actually was used for expenses." Do you think we'll see that?
1: Well, it's a good question, and and to your point earlier, when you look at the different responses between the, the Minister Lecce story and this one, Minister Lecce put up a a, um, a statement last night t- taking ownership and kind of you know responding quickly to when it when it unfolded the same day. This one, you know, you kind of see the PC party kind of. Um, trying to, you know, stick to, to their facts of the story that this is legal. And I don't think that's sufficient. You know, like, I think the average voter would say that there's kind of a stink to this in terms of um, campaign financing and or, you know, just the nature of elections and donations and things like that. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this plays out over the few days. But it's clear they've picked, picked a, you know, a lane in terms of how they're going to respond. And at this point, they, they might have to live, live with it and kind of hope things go away.
0: Well, you know, the old saying goes, you know, if you point a finger, there's three pointed back at you. The Toronto Star is running a story today that a listener just sent me a link to, and they say that between uh, 2011 and 2014, the Ontario NDP paid $43,585.98 in clothing expenses for Andrea Horvath, but filed them under travel, office supplies, and advertising expenses.
1: Yes, exactly. no, to your point. um you know but the thing is the the first story came you know the other story came out first, and this is right. in response and and I think you know this whole idea of of these stories, and you know, we saw yesterday, you know, a liberal candidate um you know. Be uh, you know lose their nomination because of a tweet like this is the fodder that we get to see through the through these campaigns and the real question is who's setting the the agenda every morning and who's setting the the priority and I think on on this one that NDP story um, may undercut you know the you know how long the story permeates for mm-hmm. but um, ultimately I think it's it, it will just get lost um, uh, and I mean it's a good it's a good I. Uh, way of trying to mitigate the, you know, the issue that, that was raised, because you can go, you know, hey, look at, you know, look in the mirror, you're, you know, yeah. you're doing a similar type of thing. But ultimately, I think the first at the gate kind of gets the, gets the prize.
0: Well, Max, I want to thank you for your time today. It's been interesting talking about this with you. Have yourself a fantastic afternoon.
1: You too. Thanks for Cheers. having me on.
0: Max Stern is a communications consultant with Crestview Strategy.